All right. All right. Oh, it's three. All right. Isn't it? All right. All right. All right. <laughs> I already messed it up. Welcome back to another episode of, uh, by another episode, second episode. I know, right? I, I, said it, I said it like we've been doing it for 10 years. Another episode of <laughs> Let's Talk Shop with Denise and Karina. Sometimes it feels like that, right? Oh my gosh, the show season. The show season has been one right after another. So mm -hmm. there's that. So it does feel like it's been forever that we have been doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, we've yeah. seen a lot of each other in the we past- have uh, two months in particular. We, I'm not, um, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, I know. No, it's, it's weird. I was talking to, I just got back from pet pro classic and Reggie was there. And of course, I mean, there's a lot of other people that are there, but I looked at him as I was leaving yesterday. I'm like, we're the show. People aren't going to know what to do in two weeks after Orlando, because you're going to be like, we've seen these people every two weeks or every week for the last like two months that you're going to go through withdraws and you're not going to, and it ends the season. And it's, so yeah, that was our little running joke. I'm like, we're going to go through withdrawals from everybody. Yeah. It's, you know, <laughs> shows are, um, it's, it's a bit like summer camp in that when you start going, you yes. immediately like make these um, artificial bonding experiences with these people, <laughs> right? It's, it's like, you're in a, you're in the crucible and you're in there with all these other groomers that are like-minded. So you make friends really fast and then it's over and you go home. And I used to get like a post show low very badly. Um, I don't know if, if you can relate, but like the Monday after a show, I was so sad. I was so bummed. I couldn't wait to go back. Yes. Uh, but lucky for lucky, unlucky for us. Um, <laughs> There's another show usually the next week because they're all on top of each other right now. Yeah. Oh, this, this year's show schedule is grueling. It is. It's a lot. And I love when everyone, it, you hear it a lot and it's really cool. I, I don't um, discredit and I'm very grateful for the opportunities, but I love when people say, oh, how cool you're going somewhere else. It is exhausting mm -hmm. um, traveling and having the shows back to back. Um, so yes, it, it's, Yeah. I love yeah. it. I love and, it. And often we don't have time to go sightseeing. So yes, it is so exciting to travel and stay at another <laughs> holiday Inn and see the inside of another convention center. Like yes. that's it's, but I mean, we love it. So we keep doing it. Some have um, palm trees, some have, you know, big cities. Some have, some have really good food. Um, yes. Depending on where you go, there's some some really great food. But um, why don't you start us off by um, you you know when we were doing our little recap before we started, we were talking and you had a lot of really great things to say about um, the Dallas show that you just came from. Um, oh, yeah. So why don't you start off with just a little bit about that? Because I've actually never been. That one's been on my list for a long time. So I found out that the venue is only in its second year. Um, at that location. I don't know where it was prior. Um, so it was the U.S. Pet Pro Classic. It was a smaller show, um, but the education was was really nice. It was jam-packed. They had like a whole thing for new groomers. It was called Fundamentals for New Groomers. So they had a specific schedule all day, every day. Um, for them, they had business days, they had mobile days, so uh, time blocks and stuff. The venue, gorgeous. Absolutely loved it. It was in a nice little area of um, 
Las Colinas, Las Colinas. And um, right outside Dallas, it was only about 10, 15 minutes away from the airport. So really convenient to get to. Uh, the hotels, they were having some other events in the area. So there weren't as many reasonably priced hotel options. So like there was a Westin right across the street, but they were like $400 a night because there was like some big, huge football game and something else going on. I have no clue. Um, but they had a lot of different area hotels as well as it was right by Toyota Music Factory. And there were just rows and this little section of really, really amazing food. So you didn't have to go anywhere. You didn't have to, if you were staying right there, you could just walk to all these places. Um, so I had delicious pizza, which was coal fired pizza on the last night. There was a, uh, yeah, really nice Latina place that called Gloria's. It was like, um, Mex fusion. So mm -hmm. that was delicious with a prickly pear margarita. Oh, I love a prickly pear margarita. Shut up. <laughs> it was oh. delicious. Oh, good. <laughs> And then we had just American pub food that was um, with a spin. We had uh, chicken tenders that was like a Captain Crunch breading. What? Yes. With dipping sauces and stuff. It was great. It was really good. Hmm. So yeah, lots of different food options there. So I really enjoyed it. It was the first time I've ever been. Same thing. It was on my radar. I did get to do three classes there. I had really good turnout. So that's great. This convention mm -hmm. center is beautiful. I'm just like checking it out. It's right? really cool looking. Yeah. The concessions were really nice. They had a, a, a cart that was doing all Starbucks. So mm. Starbucks all day. Very nice. Very nice. Uh-huh. And then like the meeting rooms were like three floors up. They had escalators. And oh, my highlight was seeing Mindy's uh, service dog, Luke, go up the escalator. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So he did all right with it? Oh yeah. He was like perfectly fine. She's like walking in front of me. I'm like, Oh no, she's actually going on the escalator. I'm like, this is going to make my day. I made sure to tell her. And he just sat down. He this like went up the steps and just sat and waited. And yeah, it was great. I've never a great seen a dog. dog go up an escalator. He's such a cool dog. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Um, yeah, quietly, of course, you know, cause he's working, but I'm yes, like, good, exactly. I'm like, good job, buddy. You know, every I know. Time he's walking by. <laughs> um, that's fantastic. Excellent. So next, uh, we're, we're, uh, recording this before Orlando, we have fun in the sun next week. Um, so looking forward to that. Oh, and New England though. New England was a new. Venue. Oh, New England. Oh, go. yeah. No, I wasn't. I um, I had to stay home and hold down the fort. But um, why don't you? Yeah, why don't you speak to that a little bit? Because I heard um, I heard some some Mixed initial. Dreams. Yeah, I heard I heard some initial griping about the parking, but then I also heard that like. It's just a different vibe, you know, mm -hmm. for those of you who have been to New England previously, it was in a little like sleepy, like, you know, quaint. fall town, very quaint, very quaint to the point where like you couldn't get any food after a certain time no. um, and perhaps a bit too quaint. But, you know, my feelings on the prior facility, I, I really loved how it looked. Um, I just really didn't like the hotel that it used to be at. Um, so they moved it and now it's in Springfield, but it's a little more urban, right? Correct. It's like downtown. So way different feel. Mm -hmm. um, Mass Mutual Center was really nice. Um, I enjoyed the venue a lot. It was very, it was laid out nicely. Um, the rooms were like um, nice size rooms. 
uh, which I think New England were tiny rooms, weren't? Oh, they had like the boardroom, which was a little weird to speak in. Yeah, um, that was a little intimidating. And then, <laughs> then um, they did have some other ones, but it was sort of spread out. But this was all right within it, each other. Um, definitely a lot of room to grow. Yes, a completely different feeling. Um, well, the garage was under construction, which I did find out that. Barkley didn't know about that it was going to be when they signed mm-hmm. um, or else I think there would have been better communication as far as different parking areas but yeah you had to walk but honestly you and I do the shows um, I mean Pasadena you have to walk there's other venues you have to walk to um, and park in a different area so it was just new for the show but not a new concept at all we're used to that but um, no, I, I enjoyed it. There was food right there that you could go to. Really good food. Um, I went to the Dr. Seuss Museum. They have a Dr. Seuss Museum. Oh, how cute is and they that? Have an art museum. And um, yeah, that was really close by. So it didn't take much to go to. Um, they also had the Big E going on. I don't know what the Big E is, but I found out it was a whole bunch of fairs all grouped together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I heard good things about that too. I also didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was. I think from when I Googled it, it was like five different states fairs going on in one location. That's so like food galore. That's a lot of corn dogs. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) That's a lot of funnel cake. Sign me up. I did not go there. Um, I think Jill went though. I think Jill had really good things to say and stuff. So um, All right. Well, it's I on really, my list like for next England. year. Yeah. Right? Oh, I love New England. You know, I part of my favorite like piece of going to the New England grooming show is the six hour drive from Buffalo to Massachusetts. And I just feel so silly because I'm constantly, you know, it's it's the 90. So it's just a straight shot on uh, Interstate 90. And um you know, you're just, you're just driving and it's a little boring, but then you'll come around a turn and the fall foliage is gorgeous. And I I feel very basic, but I get myself a little fall Starbucks drink and I'm just driving and I'm looking at the leaves and it's just so beautiful. And, you know, like the new England grooming show is a vibe. It's, it is, you know, it's absolutely a vibe. It's just usually comes, well, it's a little, it's usually a little bit later in the year, but Um, but we'll take what we can get, but, um, yeah, the, the leaves changing has just been really spectacular and that's my favorite part. Yes. I love coming around the corner and there's just that huge river right next to the highway and that it is very scenic. Yeah. Yeah. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. But do you know what I like even better than driving through the fall foliage on my way to a grooming show? Well, because fall means winter and we're Northern and winter is not fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I like way better uh, is waking up and opening up my sliding glass doors to my balcony (laughs) and looking out over the Atlantic Ocean as I'm cruising to Bermuda. For example, I know that's like very specific, but just as an example. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know, every once in a while when that happens. Yeah. Well, I mean, it happens twice a year for me. I don't know what... (laughs) (laughs) I've been twice here. Okay. So dear listeners, here's, here's the, here's the deal. Um, I have become a cruising fanatic. I, oh my gosh, I don't even know who this person is. Like I, um, before we started, I was telling Denise, I bought myself and I bought one for her too, because my whole 
my whole philosophy on gift buying is if I'm buying something for myself, but I buy something for someone else at the same time, it cancels it out. And <laughs> it's like, I didn't Perfect. even, I didn't even buy myself anything. It was fine. Um, but I bought both of us our own scratch off Royal Caribbean cruise trackers because I am so committed to this. I, and I love, I love a tracking system. Like I, any scratch off thing, I'm in for it. Like any sticker book, anything where I collect things, I am, it's because I'm part goblin, I think. And I just, I love, or maybe, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just love collecting things. So, so the, (laughs) um, but it's for, it's, it's not like we're just going on a cruise and just having a great time for the sake of it. I mean, we are, but, um, the the whole point (laughs) is that it's the Barkley Pet Pro Cruise, which if you don't know what that is, it's been running for, I think this is going to be its 30th year in Correct. January. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's pretty wild. Um, so 30 years ago, somebody was like, hey, what if we did grooming education classes, but instead of here in a classroom at a convention center, we put it on a cruise ship. And here we are 30 years later. So yep. Yep. Fantastic. So, so Denise and I got back, um, what was it like three weeks ago now? I don't know. Uh, when did we wait, hang on. When did we go? (laughs) Well, there was Hershey, the cruise, New England. I just got back from pet pro and now Orlando. Okay. One right after another. So backtrack shows (laughs) after groom expo, um, but before, yes, but before new England, um, we went to, we went on the Barkley pet pro cruise and this sailing went to Bermuda out of um, Cape Liberty. So that was pretty cool because it actually left out of New Jersey. And so that was really easy for most of our, you know, Northeastern friends to get there. Um, so our speaker was Terry DiMarino. Ooh, Terry DiMarino. And look, I basically just orchestrated this whole thing so that I could day drink with Terry. That's <laughs> That was the ultimate goal. And I'm happy to say that I, I succeeded. She is a delight. She, she just makes me laugh so hard. Um, she is just such a straight shooter. She is a wealth of information. She's she's so funny. Um, and she's exactly who I want to be when I grow up. And so giving with all of it, there is no, nothing. There's no holding back. There's no reservation. She wants to share every wealth of knowledge and pass it down to everyone and anyone. Yeah. And it's amazing. And can I also say Jeff, I love Jeff, her husband, adorable. And he's just, yeah, it was, they're they're great. Yeah. Yep. And they won $5,000. Oh my gosh. I'm so mad. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) I had, I had it all planned out everybody. I had it all planned out. Okay. So if you gamble just a little bit on a cruise ship, Sometimes they will send you a, uh, an offer for a free cruise, particularly if you are of a demographic that they are trying to woo into the casino. And so I figure, Hey, I'm under 70 and I'm female. I think I'm an odd demographic, you know, no, no offense to anybody. I'm just saying, you know, cruise ships tend to skew towards older white men, you know, in the casino anyway. Yep. Right. So I go and I put a hundred dollars in the, uh, in the slot machine 
And I just sat there. It, it only took 20 minutes. It's shocking. I have never actually used a slot machine as long as I, I did that day. Um, <laughs> and um, it just, it was gone. I didn't have anything to show for it. And then I find out Terry went down to the casino on like the last day with a $4 free credit that she picked up somewhere and she won $5,000. And I, I am so thrilled for her. (laughs) I'm so thrilled for her, but I will be more thrilled if I still get a free cruise. I I don't think they're going to send me one for a a measly hundred bucks worth of uh, gambling, but um, no, it was fantastic. So I guess, so we should back up a little bit, you know, because like, yeah, we've, we've talked about day drinking, day drinking. We've talked about winning big at the casino, but in actuality, this is our brain. Yeah. The, the Pepro cruise is um, just a way for groomers to network, to hang out in a relaxing environment where there is no judgment and have a, a couple of seminars on the sea days um, from industry leaders that you know and love and also get to know them and get to hang out with them a little bit. Um, so that's really the point of it. There's, there's, you, you know, you can go on excursions together. You can hang out on the boat together. You can do your own thing. It's kind of uh, a choose your own adventure. Yes. And with having seminars that you can have, uh, listen to in an intimate environment, right? Like it is so neat to have a smaller size to be able to, um, listen and hear the things and be able to ask questions and hang out with that speaker. So to have the freedom of a vacation, but to have the learning and the peers to go ahead and start to bond with, um, I think is such a phenomenal way. It's just, and it's great. Like, I love it so much. There's a lot of emotions that come with it. And I don't know. I mean, we'll talk about all of that, but like, I know you were sick, but watching everyone the last day just really come together and um, just to see what your and mine hard work put together and that we really achieved exactly what we set out. So like there is a lot of emotions because it was really cool to watch it and like watch the interactions with Terry and, you know, um, Jen, who did her first time competing, Terry was her judge. So she got to like talk to Terry and figure things out and not feel so, well, she may have felt more nervous knowing (laughs) that Terry was, but um, to have that opportunity to have Terry share, you know, some of the judging things and the the comp things with her. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's great. So yeah, the, the last like day and a half of the cruise, I got, (laughs) I got cruise crud and I, in case I had COVID, I basically like self-quarantined on my, on my balcony, which was fine. I mean, it you can just get room service delivered to the room and I had a book. So I was good, man. Um, but you know, just to make sure I also sounded terrible. I don't think anybody wanted to be around me, Um, but the, the thing that sticks out to me and you, I think are going to know exactly what I'm talking about because you speak so much, Denise, is that it's all fine and good to get up and talk for an hour. And like, sometimes you really reach people and, and what you say really resonates with them and people have a good time. And that's what you hope for. Mm-hmm. But for me, the best conversations I have and the place where the people get the most value is the people that hang back to ask a question. And yes. you'll get a couple of them. You'll get a group of like, you know, uh, just a handful of people and they're hanging out and one person asks a question and then somebody says, 
yeah, I had that question too. Or yeah, that happened to me too. And we're all just sitting there at this point. I'm, you know, I took, take my mic off. I'm sitting down. We're just having a conversation. And like that vibe of like, right after a seminar where you're all just hanging out, talking shop, right? That the cruise is that like the whole cruise. And so, you know, what we wanted to do was like, what if we just had a whole vacation of <laughs> of that kind of networking that we want. And you're you're absolutely right. You know, it's it is weirdly emotional. I'm going to say weird because it's not something that I expected to feel so passionately about. But we took this over. Um this was our first one that we were running. We've been on them together when they had a different um cruising director and she did a really great job and we immediately understood the assignment. Yep. I think which yes. was preserve whatever this is, this this feeling of, of it being laid back, down to earth, like we just want you to connect with your industry peers. And I think sometimes that gets lost when things get too big. Mm-hmm. Um, so to preserve that on our first go around and see it in action happening, I, I'm going to even go so far as to say it happened despite our, you know, I don't want to say that like our newbiness, but like, you know, we weren't really sure how it was going to go the first. Yeah, we didn't know. No, the, no we weren't sure. We, we, you know, we tried, yeah, we tried for the best <laughs> and we're like, okay, we'll set up a couple of networking events like while we're on the cruise and we'll set up an excursion and we'll set up this and we'll set up that and we'll see what works. Cause yeah. you know, everything's just a giant experiment in my mind. So, you know, whatever, I'll try anything once. Um, so I would say, despite the fact that we had no idea what we were doing, it, it's still there, whatever that is, whatever that secret sauce is, whatever that special something is that brings people together to do that. It's still there. And I think, you know, we learned a lot about, um, when people like to talk, uh, by the way, it's 4 PM with alcohol, not 8 AM with coffee. We learned yes. people, people <laughs> want to hang out in the afternoon with a, uh, prickly pear margarita rather than 8 AM with coffee. I prefer 8 AM with coffee, but I'm down for whatever. It's fine. We'll offer both. Yeah. We, we, um, did a, we had a nice, we had a nice, very intimate one with, with two people, very yeah. personable. We, we had two people join us for coffee. So that was very nice too. They had, yeah. Uh, but I just had a great time. So we were on um, Liberty of the Seas, which if anybody's asking, nobody's asking here. I've don't worry. I've got some facts for you. Uh, her, <laughs> her maiden poster. voyage. Yeah. Her maiden voyage was on May 19th, 2007. So she is 16 years old and um, she's from the freedom class and she has about 5,000 passengers now in, wow, does she really have 5,000 passengers? She a big girl. That's a big boat. I'm trying to see like, what's the biggest one. Okay. So like the utopia, which um, is the newest one, that's going to be like 7,000 passengers. So where are we going on that one? No, I'm just kidding. Oh like, man, <laughs> around the world, man. Actually, right? <laughs> no, I don't, don't want to be with 7,000 people going around the world. That's no. going to be a quick jaunt. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of prefer the smaller boats, to be honest. Um, they don't have all the bells and whistles, but I don't know. You get to know your, your crew a little bit better, but Liberty is, um, okay. So there's like freedom, Liberty and independence that are all of the freedom class. And that was the newest ship I had been on. And it was great. They had, um, they had the wave riding pool. Um, Mm -hmm. it was the first ship I've been on with like a, a promenade that went, you know, down the length of the ship. And that was great because 
it it's just i don't know you're just like you walk this this length of the ship um you know a couple times a day and you see what's going on and you wake up yep. in the morning you grab your coffee you know it after dinner you mosey down to the promenade and see what's going on they had a, a british pub which yes. is great i felt right at home there mm-hmm. they had strongbow on tap at the british pub i was so <laughs> thrilled that's what i grew up drinking um not grew up but like that's what i <laughs> that's what i learned to drink on um cuz i spent my first year of college in london so strongbow cider that's that's what you drink um what else they had a johnny rockets yep I went up and got me a milkshake. It was delicious. They had the wine uh, bar. Oh, the, oh, the wine bar. Yeah. And you missed the, um, the aerial act. So I they did. had that. Yeah. The show was really, really cool. It was like a Cirque du Soleil type, uh, show on the boat. It was amazing. And that's, what they were doing is crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. They had an ice skating rink. I didn't make it out to it, but the, yeah, there's just in the middle of the ship. There's just an ice skating rink and you can, yep. you can go ice skate. Like the things they make up is crazy. Um, what else? What else? Putt putt, the mini golf. Oh yeah, yeah. Up top, and I um, I I just I I don't know how to else to put this. Like uh, I am way better at mini golf than than you were, Todd. Um, you were, you did good. I got behind. We got behind. I did catch up a little bit. Oh, you I got did one. I got a hole. Yeah, in one. you did get a hole in one. Got yeah. One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a it was a good it was a good game, but I kind of um, decimated you guys. Um, you did. Not gonna lie. Now listen, I can't hit the ball with like that opening drive. Like in real golf, I'm never <laughs> gonna hit it. But when it comes down to my my putt game, it's pretty strong. You got pretty the skills. Yeah. Uh, so that was great. And then we did uh, Bermuda is fabulous. Like it's, it's clean. Oh my island. gosh, very very clean. so clean and uh, felt very safe. Um, it, it's, it's not really, it didn't feel like a Caribbean Island to me. I mean, it's, it's not, it's in the Atlantic. It's, it's just a very different feel, but, um, we all went on the Gosling's, uh, sunset rum tasting cruise, which was awesome. Delicious. Oh, gorgeous. I still, I'm looking at my rum right now. I bought a bunch of rum and brought it home because there's a, there's, a few kinds that you can't get on the mainland. So mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta buy them there. But I think the best thing was that liqueur, that, um, that weird fruit that the they first said. one. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. What, what was, what was that fruit? Hang on. I'm going to drink this. It's going to bother me. We um, thought it was cherry, but it wasn't cherry. No. Uh, let's see. Let's see. It's made out of a loquat. That's right. Which I don't know what that is. I guess it's related to a kumquat. Um, a loquat is an evergreen shrub. And let's see. Orange fruit. Mm. I don't know why I'm reading this. I don't know anything about plants. I just know it tastes good. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, it's very, very uh Okay, so it's also known as a Japanese plum or a Chinese plum. Ah, so, there you go. There we go. So it doesn't really look like a plum to me it's more pear shaped than but i guess it has a does it have a pit i digress it makes excellent excellent liqueur right so who cares who cares so yeah got to cruise around the island see the sunset had a lovely time yes 
everything was fairly close. Like it was easy to get around to. They had all the taxis and stuff right outside. So you could easily get to the other side. Cause if anyone doesn't know, it's like a horseshoe shape type, you know, half circle. So getting around to the other side, you do have to do like a taxi and they made it very easy uh, to be able to go sightseeing and go to the beaches and probably some of the most beautiful beaches I've ever seen. I have to yeah, say just, yeah. just super clean. Yep. Super clean. It's up uh, there. Um, Mediterranean is Mediterranean is up on my list and that is like number two. So wow. Yeah. They okay. were, they were um, gorgeous. Yeah. Terry did a Terry and Jeff did a Segway tour. They were the cutest little little <laughs> goobers picture. in there. Oh my gosh, so cute! <laughs> helmets on their Segway. Yeah, so I think Terry had a good time. Um, so how it works is on the sea days, uh, we pick cruises that have some transit days, so that when you're on the boat in the morning, uh, you have some seminar time with your speaker. So so Terry spoke about, um grooming and caring good, like best practices for elderly dogs. Um, remind me what else she did. Um, oh gosh, she did the geriatric, the brachiocephalic, mm-hmm. uh, structure. Mm-hmm. Um, oh gosh, I'm going to help put them together too. So I should know these. And oh, then uh, uh, client, uh, talking to clients. Uh, oh, oh, I, I love that intake. one. Yep. Catch it on the intake. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she we we try to get the speakers to pick a nice array that would um, help out anyone and everyone, not just like business owners or not just groomers or you know new or advanced. We were trying to find and fill up the seminar times with a nice array of topics. Yeah, so it was fabulous. I mean, Terry's always really good with um, crowd work. Yes. You know, like a couple of people have questions and that just adds to it when you have like a nice little intimate group like that. Um, mm-hmm. That's fantastic. So yeah, everybody got to hang out with her. We did have a, a, a happy hour on like a welcome reception on the boat where um, we got to kind of pull all the groomers and see like who's been grooming the longest, who's been grooming the shortest, what kind of groomers. And um, it was really diverse. I mean, I, we had somebody there that just started grooming within like the last year, I think. Yeah. A year or two at most. Yeah. Yep. We had somebody, oh, I think you were the longest grooming, right? Um, I was longer. Well, besides Terry. Yeah. Besides Terry. (laughs) But there was one person who was only a year below me. So yeah. Yeah. So pretty close. And we had, we had mobile groomers. We had private groomers. We had corporate groomers. We had salon owners. We had, um, we had a salon that owner that brought all of her staff, which was really great and inspired me. So I'm actually, um, I've got four of my team are coming on the next one and I'm really, really excited. How be, fun. I know it's going to be really, really fun. And they're going to see my alter ego. And I, <laughs> I am concerned because, um, on cruise ships, I go by Corey. I only wear Hawaiian shirts and I go to bed at eight o'clock. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know who she is. She just comes out when I'm on a boat and then she goes and then she stays on the boat. I don't see her yeah. until I get back until on. Until you the get boat. back on. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she she just um she just reads and drinks Mai Tais and yeah. Yeah. Best yep. life. 
Oh. Like, gosh, I like her a lot more than I like myself. <laughs> I gotta be honest. She's got a down pack. Um, so yeah, there was like huge, huge diversity in terms of grooming. And so everybody made friends, um, a lot of solo groomers, which was really great to see like yes. people stepping out of their comfort zone and just saying like, I'm going to go on a five day vacation by myself. Like, yep. w- that's great. I love that. And the fact that they trusted us, can I just yeah. throw that out there? Like they, yeah. they trusted that they would be taken care of to be able to do this as well. Yes. That's amazing. Yep. And Stephanie, I have to bring up Stephanie who was on oh, the girl. cruise in January, who knew that we were going to be acquiring this new task after, um, the retirement of the last, uh, Mm -hmm. director. And, um, she trusted us to come on this one. (laughs) So great. And wait, is she coming, is she coming on the next one? She is. Love that. Love that. So it's, it's really great because as this keeps going, we have a a fair number of, of groomers that have done this a couple of times and they're kind of like turning into these little ambassadors. And so when we have newbies, it's, it's, we're going to do, you know, what? it would be fun like to do like a big brother program where it's like, we hook every newbie up with a seasoned cruiser, oh my a seasoned like pet pro pet pro cruiser. Um, so they have like a buddy system to show them, show them the ropes. Yeah. I like it. Not, you know, that makes it sound complicated. It's not, you don't, you don't really, yeah, it's, they're, they're small boats. You, you can't, we can't lose you. We know we exactly can't, no, where no. you are. Yeah. Exactly. They're on the boat. Um, uh, we also eat dinner together in the dining room. All of our tables are, are nearby each other. Um, so we can kind of co-mingle there as well, which is really fun. Um, yeah, so it's just, there's just plenty of like these little informal, lovely opportunities to just start talking to the person next to you and find out what they're, you know, that they're going through the same things that you're going through and, and, you know, maybe they're from the other side of the country in a totally different grooming environment from you, but it's all the same. Yep. And, and and I mean, look at Cynthia who, um, corporate who is always afraid to say she's from corporate and she actually felt like she was a part of something and wasn't afraid to say things and was comfortable. Um, or, uh, just, yeah, the nine, Kim and the nine, you oh know, my gosh, yeah, like they were, the they were, they were so funny. They came with costumes. They had themed days every day. And, you know, they really, they taught me that like, it's really what you make it right. Yep. Like if you, if you want it to be a big fun party time, you can do that. Um, for me, if you want to sit on your balcony and drink your Mai Tai in peace, because you're too sick to leave, you can do that. So mm-hmm. it's, it's really what you make of it. Yeah. No obligation to hang out with everybody. Um, go do your thing and you have little meetup times if you want to join. Yeah. And we have, uh, you know, quite a few people brought brought their significant others. Um, so the significant others can hang out or, you know, if they want to or not. Yep. Um, but you can also bring, you know, um, one groomer brought her grandson, which was so cute. Yes. Um, he was a he was a really cute kid. Um, so you can bring the whole family, you make it a family affair and like have this really wonderful vacation and then just kind of break off and go hang out with the groomers for a few hours while your, your family does something else. Um, that's, that's totally doable. Yeah. So, um, so January. Yes. Where are we going? We're going to Mexico. Mexico. With Blake Hernandez. Oh, with Blake and Blake straight up asked me, he's like, 
did you do that on purpose? And I said, no, <laughs> we did. I did not. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, we're going to Mexico. It's another five night cruise on Royal Caribbean's Radiance of the Seas. Oh, oh, when is her maiden voyage? I'm so glad you asked. Um, she's an old girl. She's from 2001 and uh, she only has 2,500 passengers. So very intimate. Oh, wow. Experience. Yeah. Yeah. She's even smaller than the jewel that we went on last January. So we're going to have, we're going to have a really good time. So this is not, um, this is not grounded in any real fact, but I have been doing quite a bit of reading and it turns out that the smaller ships, um, the food is sometimes a lot better. Um, not that the food is ever bad, but, uh, on the smaller ships they they just have more room for attention to detail. Um, so there's uh, a lot, you know, I've heard that there's like really good service, really good food. So we'll see if that's true. Um, we'll be I, that theory. Yeah. I mean, I, it's hard to, <laughs> it's hard to test that theory because I haven't had a bad experience yet. Correct. Um, the, and for those of you who haven't been on a cruise, the service is so good, like over the top, really delightful people. They mm-hmm. say, good morning. They say, hello. Um, your server will learn your name and all of your dietary needs and, and your, you know, your favorite wine, they will learn that on day one and use your name and bring up all of that stuff over and over and over again. So, um, it's really nice. You feel very well taken care of. Um, especially the longer cruises, right? Like when we're, when we're on jewel of the seas, I, I felt like those people, like I, I knew everybody, I I, I knew everybody that worked on that ship by the end of it. Um, so we're going to Mexico. Um, very, very excited. We have two sea days. So you'll spend approximately eight hours of, uh, class time with Blake. Um, and then you get him for as much time as you want outside of class, really. I mean, (laughs) if you're, if you're around, he'll talk to you. Mm -hmm. Um, so we are going to Cozumel and leave the other port. Don't quote me on this. I think it's called Costa Maya. Um, and I think in Cozumel, the plan is to do a beach day, uh, at one of those like beach clubs. They, they have these kind of all-inclusive beach clubs that you can go to. Um, thank you, Stephanie, for turning us on to that idea. Cause I am very interested in, in taking Corey from the balcony to a beach (laughs) where the Mai Tais just get hand delivered directly into her hand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do that. And then I think in the other port, um, we haven't really talked about this yet. So I'm kind of going off the cuff here, but I, I really want to see some ancient ruins. I want to yes. see, I want to see some like, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if they have pyramids up there, but I'm, I know they have some like excursions that are more archeological in focus. So I'm pretty, pretty stoked about that. I have to say, I'm just trying to make it through this weekend at fits before I actually start researching January, but I've been to Cozumel before. So, and yeah. the so I haven't done the other research. I haven't been to Cozumel since I was mm, eight years old. So okay. I don't, I don't remember any of it really. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm thrilled. Yeah. I'm, I am also, aren't we all just like, Hey, we just got to get through the next two weeks and then it really slows down. Exactly. It's like the greatest lie that I tell myself <laughs> every day, every day. I just um, make it through this. Yeah. But I, having the cruise in January is a really nice way to kind of bookend the, the season, 
you know, like we, we come out of show season and we stop traveling so much. And then we kind of like hunker down for Christmas and the holidays and like business picks up quite a bit. And then to have the cruise at the end to kind of like cap it all off before jumping right back into show season again. Um, right. but it's, <laughs> I, I know, February. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, but I know for me, I, I function best when I have something on the calendar to look forward to. Yes. Um, and, and I'm, I certainly don't think I'm alone in that, but I need something to just be like, okay, I just, I need to get to this vacation. Um, mm-hmm. and somebody was telling me recently, maybe it was you, um, I don't know. We've seen a lot of each other. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. no, it wasn't you. Sorry. Okay. Just kidding. Okay. It was at my, um, cause it was somebody local. Uh, okay. I went to a, a business retreat and they were talking about, about how effective vacations are and how you can go for too long in actually having short vacations more often is much better for you than one, two week vacation a year. That would make sense with not dying doing a show season because we're always, we're gone for a few days at a time and feeling mm-hmm. refreshed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So keep it under a week. I mean, I, I personally get a little antsy on vacation after three days, but hmm. that's just me. Um, the other issue I have with vacations is I don't relax. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I'm learning to Corey is helping me. Um, I don't, so, so I, I, maybe you relate to this. Maybe you don't. A vacation is something to be conquered. I have a limited amount of time and I try to fit in the most bang for my buck. Yes. Like, especially like I'm a Disney warrior, like at Disney, I wake up at like 6am and I'm like, let's go. And like, how many rides can we ride? That is, that is not. (laughs) That's me. I get it. But that's not a vacation. That's an experience, but that is not <laughs> relaxing in any, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, so yeah, I, I need to learn to unplug and actually relax, which is why I've been trying to read more on the cruises kind of just helps me Yes, get back to basics. So um, yeah, so I'm thrilled. I think Blake is going to be a great fit. I, Blake, uh, you know, used to do his Foxy Roxy retreats. And, um, I think they're, they're just a, a, a nice like segue into the cruise life for Blake. Yes. Cause, cause if you've ever been to a Foxy Roxy retreat, he, um, very much would, um, you know, you have access to him the whole time, which is crazy to think about, but he does grooming demos during the day. And then, you know, we're eating meals together and hanging mm-hmm. out and singing karaoke. So this is just kind of a an an easy it was an easy sell for him because he's done a lot of things like this in the past so and then September not to get too far ahead but I am excited about that one too even though we haven't done too much I did get to announce it at New England oh you did okay I was I was about to I was about to I'm allowed Denise I'm allowed um I know we announced we the people who are on the cruise got a little snippet who were in Bermuda with us but I was allowed to announce it at New England so New England crowd for um the creative whoever was there got to hear it announced there so I know I'm allowed to say something at least I'm gonna say something because yeah say it it. so um we are planning Alaska in September so round trip out of Seattle uh uh-huh I'm excited dates TBD. Yep. 
because got to make sure they don't conflict with any showers. <laughs> these these yep. smush shows in the fall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of them. So Alaska's great. Um, I got to save up my pennies, make sure I get a balcony because yes. you want a balcony for that one. You like do. that's, you really do. You really, really do. Um, and uh, And if you are looking out towards the ocean on the way up, you will get the better view on the way back down. So don't panic about what side you're on because doesn't matter. it does not matter. You, we, we go North and then we go South. So whoever got the bad view first gets the good view and vice versa. So, um, exactly. yeah, so all good things. Yeah. So I, I mean, I think kind of speaking more philosophically though, cause we've been talking about traveling. We've been talking about traveling for work, traveling for pleasure. Um, but I think it's it's important to find a balance. Um, and we've we've discussed this, you know, offline quite a bit about it takes a toll on you to not be home and not be present in your business or present in your family or what have you. Um and it's just mentally, it's just very taxing to live out a suitcase. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. And I know our competitive groomers, it's oh. it's it's a whole other level of packing your, your kit and arranging your dogs and then the heightened, um, experience of competing. I, it, it is a lot. I mean, and they have to, as much as we have to prepare for our seminars or whatever we're doing at these shows, I mean, they have to maintain their dogs in between all this. So like they're still working 24 seven in between all these competitions. And it's just crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, an exorbitant amount of work. Um, but I think it's, it, it is important to pepper in these, these vacations or offline days or whatever you want to call them just to kind of reset, like something that I'm working on really diligently is when I come home from one of these shows, I need to unpack my bag. And I know that sounds really silly, and most of you are like, what are you talking about? Because, but here's the thing. I will just live out of the suitcase until the next one. Mm-hmm. And that's, and, and I'll be like, oh, no big deal. But mentally that's very taxing. Like that's not good for you. Um, so I'm working towards actually unpacking my suitcase between trips, which will be a huge, huge milestone when I'm able to keep that up multiple <laughs> trips in a row. Um, so just little things like that, like making sure that, you know, my laundry is totally done before I pack because that makes the packing way easier. Mm-hmm. Um, having um, like my toiletries, I have like two sets so that I don't actually pack up my toiletries. It's just a bag and it has small travel size versions of everything I need. Yep. Um, so doing things like that to kind of simplify the process so that it's not so mentally taxing is, is what I'm working towards. But then when I get home, I've also been like blocking a day out to get, get my stuff back together. You know, I, it's, it's very, very difficult for me to come back from these trade shows and jump right back into it. Mm -hmm. And I almost need a day to kind of decompress from being away. You know, it's funny you're saying all these things and my brain goes to relating it to our businesses And even to people who may be listening that don't do the travel life. And it is very, it's a, it's a hard concept until you actually live that aspect. It is really, it's a little weird to try and wrap your head around, 
But as you're saying all of that, it's exactly like if you don't allow yourself some kind of mental downtime within your business as well, and you're only working or you're working seven days a week and you're not allowing yourself to come down. You're not doing those little rituals like at night to say, I'm not going to look at my phone or answer my phone after six o'clock, right? You have having actual times in your life um, and in your day to break up those things. So it's so funny just listening to the the parallel that it, it's everywhere, especially as owners or groomers who um, help run facilities or they don't have healthy boundaries that they do work as much or they take a lot of that stuff home. So it's funny you're saying that and I just correlate that too because I now have to get into my my business mindset for tomorrow, I got in this morning and now I have to switch to my my business mindset. So that's exactly where I flipped to when you were saying that. Yeah. I I mean, and for me, like we all wear too many hats. Well, mm-hmm. you and I do anyway. So tomorrow is, um, I teach at the community college. Tomorrow's my teaching day. I got to put on my teaching hat and yeah. then I leave there and I put my business hat back on, back on. And sometimes I go straight from teaching to the shop to help wash dogs or whatever they need help with that day. Um, and then, you know, we do this, we do speaking, we do, we just have our hands on a lot of things. And for me, I can't do all those things at once. And I have to wear one hat at a time and it's okay to like, choose a hat and be like, I'm, I am just focusing on this thing today and the other stuff, it's not on fire. It can wait until tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Um, and I have to, I have to have that balance for mental health. Otherwise it like, otherwise I get, um, what do you call it? Decision paralysis. If there's yep. too much to do, if mm-hmm. there's so much to do that my, my brain can't comprehend it all, then I do nothing. I, yep. I won't do any of it at all. So sometimes it's enough, I think, to just write down three things. It's, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just, I'm just going to do these three things today is the, is the to-do list. 50 things long. Sure. But I'm going to just do these three things. I feel like I said this last podcast. I think it's going to be a running thing. Yeah. I, <clears throat> you'll notice themes. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I mean, I think it's, it's a hard thing for us to, uh, to, um, balance. I mean, it's just, it's a balance. It's oh God. I, I haven't found around. the balance. I haven't found the balance. I'm continuously failing at something, right? <laughs> yes, like it's true. always, always, there's always, uh, you're juggling all these balls and there's always a ball on the floor that you really got to pick up. Mm-hmm. And for yep. me right now, that is going to the dentist. I gotta, <laughs> that doesn't sound fun. No, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta, yeah. I gotta adult and book this appointment, you know? No, there's just always things like that. Like, oh, I, I should really clean out the fridge. But here I am talking to you. I guess it's more interesting. Yeah. Well, you fill it with the other fun stuff, not the stuff you don't. Want. Yeah. But I will say coming back from the cruise versus coming back from a regular grooming show, Uh, The way I feel when I come back from a regular grooming show is I feel pretty motivated in a good way Mm -hmm. um, to kind of implement everything I've learned. And I I definitely feel very, um, there's, there's, uh, it it pushes me in a good way. Like it's, it's a little, it's a little spark of something, right? Yep. But after the cruise, it it was the same, but different. I felt very inspired and very like my cup was full in a really, yeah. really beautiful way. Mm-hmm. And the, 
I think it, I think it was, it's the vibe it's everyone sharing. So, um, on our cruise, we did a WhatsApp and everyone, and it was so funny, like in the very beginning of the week, right. There was barely any kind of interaction, which is to be expected. And when you and I asked for pictures and like, even, um, when they were sharing before we even asked for pictures and, um, he was Brittany, she shared a picture of her scuba under the water and like to share that moment with everyone on the cruise that was in that app. She didn't have to do that. Like she wanted to, she like, it was that comfortable. So when everyone flooded our WhatsApp with all the pictures that they took, that I think was that turning point where I felt full. I'm just like, Oh my gosh, I feel the camaraderie and not that, that, um, everyone's competition and that cutthroat aspect that our industry can have. So that was what my moment of the cup full. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's exactly it. And I felt like recharged. I felt, I felt hopeful for this industry and like, we're, we're going to be all right. Like we're moving in the right direction. And like, we have these great leaders like Terry, you know, Terry was talking about legislation on the last day, which I, I missed it, but I got the gist of it. And I've heard her talk about this before and she's so passionate about it. Yep. Um, and, you know, kind of passing that, that knowledge on to this next generation of groomers and making sure that they're really, um, uh, I don't know what the, uh, like well-informed citizens, like that mm-hmm. they can make good decisions about where this industry is going to go. And I felt, yeah, I felt really hopeful. And like, we were, we're going to be, a, you know, the kids are all right. We're going to be yep. okay. Yeah, that's, that's basically it. Um, yeah, but it, it was a really fabulous time. The Mai Tais were a plus five out of five stars. Oh, dark and stormies. Yeah. We had dark and stormies too, which is like a Moscow mule, but with rum. Uh Delicious rum and ginger beer. Very, very good. Um, yeah, I, I mean, my go-to is always a Mai Tai. It's just easy. It's just easy (laughs) on a cruise, you know? Um, well, they have like drinks of the day too. So you can kind of like try fun, yeah. fun things, fun things. And each bar or um, restaurant or lounge area has their own specific drinks as well. I found that out. Oh yeah. I had, um, what's that? What is that? The name of the bar we were hanging out at a lot. Um, yeah. Cause Bol- you kind of, you got the Hemingway, right? Yeah. The it, was it Boleros? I think it was Boleros. Yes. And yeah. Then I so- couldn't get that somewhere else. I was very sad. Oh yeah. So they, that was like the more tiki, they had all the tiki drinks, but like when I say tiki drink, I don't mean like just pouring rum in a pineapple. Okay. (laughs) That is not tiki. I am a tiki. I don't want to say aficionado because I I usually don't know enough to be saying things like this, but I'm a tiki purist. Okay. So tiki is really, really great. It comes from a great place or maybe a not so great place. There's a lot of cultural appropriation, but it's, it's moving towards a better place now. So, um, but I had a painkiller at, um, Bolero's that was one of the best painkillers I've ever had. Um, so let me just make sure I've got this right. So painkiller is rum, uh, pineapple and orange juice and cream of coconut. So it has this like creamy appearance to it, but it does not taste like it's not dairy based. So don't worry. It's not um, not gross. Although I, I don't really think dairy based alcohol is disgusting. Cause I just, I like I dairy. Know. I don't yeah, know, man. Yeah. Just like everything, you know, it can be done right. Um, but 
really fabulous painkiller at that bar. Wow. That was, and it had nutmeg. Was it nutmeg? Oh yeah, it did. Mm -hmm. Oh, just a little bit of grated nutmeg up top. So good. Is Corey joining us right now? Uh, Corey is here in spirit. (laughs) Just wish I was back on a boat, man. I can't tell you. Can't tell you how bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely obsessed. Yeah. January. And then, uh, and then we got Alaska coming up. So got a lot of good things in the works, man. But for now, we're going to fun in the sun. Yep. So we'll, I think our next podcast, we'll do a little recap of that. This is very exciting. It's Barclays um, first fun in the sun show since they took over from, uh, from Jeff for, with the uh, NDGAA. And I already know that they've, I know they're going to do a great job, but they've already expanded it and mm-hmm. they have a lot of really great plans for it because an Orlando show is, it's great. I mean, that's, a, that's been. another, oh, really? First time. Well, I mean, I look, anytime I'm in close proximity to Disney world, I'm, I'm having a good day. I like it. Yeah. So, um, so we, we will be back next episode with our recap of that. And then, um, whatever else our ADHD brains want to discuss, I'm sure we'll have some key takeaways, but are you teaching there? I'm not teaching actually. I'm just going to support Steph. Oh, fantastic. I am. I'm I'm going in and out and I'm, she wanted to compete. She's trying for up and coming groomer next year. So she's just giving it all her might. And I have to be that friend to help her. That is fabulous. It, I think it's really important to have, if you're competing, you should have a person, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. to bring, bring you granola bars or what have you, and make sure you've got everything. Cause what are you're you always, speaking? I am, I don't think I'm speaking. You know what? I should probably check. Um, I don't think I'm speaking. Um, I am representing the American Kennel Club though. So I will be in the AKC booth, um, to talk about master groomer testing, which, you know, it's, it's a lot easier to talk about in person than over email because it's a long process. Um, but I will be there and, um, hopefully I can sneak out and go to Epcot at some point. That's, that's really the plan. I love Epcot. That's great. Epcot's fantastic. All right. Well, I think we've, we've rambled long enough. Yes. So thanks for tuning in. We will talk to you guys next time. Yes. Have a good one. See ya.